Oh no, it's the nerds who haunted themselves. to the Nerds Who Isolated Themselves, Episode 5. Uh, I'm Stuart Moraine, and I am joined by... You caught that up, didn't you? Andy Hanks, I am Zoom. How did I cock that up? Back again. You, you, you flubbled over your words, didn't you? Oh, well, I mean, I was hoping I'd get away with it, but as you've drawn uh, attention to it. Yeah, look at it, be stupid. Everyone <laughs> Well, I couldn't decide nice to do a big intro for us again, but last time I missed something out, so. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, how are you? How's things? How's how's life? How's life in lockdown? Oh, no, we're uh, eased of lockdown. Yeah, there's n- you, in, yeah, until we can go out for meals and go out for a drink, and they, nothing's really different, is it? No, although when I got up yesterday morning... Cat had Good Morning Britain on, and the first thing they said was, uh, lockdown ends. It's like, no, it fucking doesn't. Oh, doesn't <laughs> <We're> fucking dickheads. <laughs> and then on, in the van driving back from Bartley, fucking Jeremy Vine was on, he was like, it's the first sunny day, that means winter's over and has COVID gone with it. It's like, no, don't say shit like that, because people will be <laughs> like, Jeremy Vine said it's gone. Yeah. So like, let's all get together and have a big orgy. It's like, you fucking dickhead. Yeah. Because it doesn't take much. No, not at all. Absolutely. Like one of the blokes at work was like, I don't understand why golf courses weren't left open throughout the whole thing. I was like, because suddenly every twat will decide they're a golfer. Mm. You've only got to look at in the first lockdown when they kept the National Trust things open. Suddenly everybody was in the nature. Yeah. Just so they could go somewhere. It was, it's quite funny. When they, when they started saying, when it first started, you're allowed to have one exercise, you're allowed to go out for a run. The amount of extra people who actually went out and had a run. Yeah. Oh, yeah, suddenly everybody was fucking Mr. Motivator. Yeah, absolutely. But you'd think they were training fucking Olympics. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Now, I've got weird anxiety about it ending now. I've kind of got used to it. I'm looking forward to going back to the office full-time. Um, I just want the, the, the banter, you know. I want... Yeah. You know, that, I'm missing that, really. Oh yeah, give me a week after after we've all gone back. I'll be itching to come back home and work. But you know, yeah, I mean nothing. Like I say, work wise, like I said before, nothing really changed for me. I'll still mm, go in and do it as I would. But yeah, the, yeah, I think the, it's just a, you get used to things. Don't you? you know what I'm like? The, change. I'm yeah, terribly. Never get a phone. <laughs> I think the, the thing with me is because uh, so at the moment I'm working in the office two days a week, and then I'm coming home working three days a week. Um, but when you're working from home, there's no gap between your work and your home. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, if you're working in the office, you've got that long, because I, I, I work in Cheltenham, so I've got a half an hour drive back home. And uh, you kind of almost, your brain resets while you're in that drive, because there's that break, there's that gap between being in the office and then being at home, you know? And there isn't any, you know, there's no, absolutely no gap. I go downstairs and that's about it, you know? Perhaps you need to stop working and go for a run or something. 
Oh, I do. I usually go for a at lunchtime. Um, um, but if you did it at the end, it'd be like a commute of sorts. Yeah, but then there's that thought, I've had a long bloody day at work, I've got to go for a run now. Oh, yeah, there's that as well. That's why I started getting up early today. So yeah, instead of getting up when I get in from work. Yeah, absolutely. Even though when my alarm goes off at 20 past five, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, it's an hour earlier at the moment. Yeah, like, like I said to you before, I don't know if it's my age or what, but this whole clock's changing. Last few mm. times, it's really messed up my sleeping. Mm. It's like, usually by nine o'clock, I'm pretty much ready for bed these days, if not earlier. Mm. But just because early starts, physical job, and that sort of thing, and just generally being lethargic. Yeah, that's the, that's the hardest bit of going for a run, actually getting yourself out that door, getting yeah. changed, putting your job, your running stuff on, you know, putting your trainers on, and then actually once you've locked the door, you're all right. Yeah, but, I I used to like it when I go out and just put a podcast on and go for a run, but yeah, my knees can't take running anymore, so. I bounce around my living room like a twat. <laughs> so, fortunately, no one can see. But, but yeah, um, should quickly point out for this one, we're going to split this episode into two. So you'll get your usual nerds chat that you know and love. <coughs> yeah. Knowing and loving that. is not necessarily guaranteed. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tolerate because you burn through everything else that's good on your iPod. <laughs> <laughs> Are they still a thing, or is it all on phones now? I don't think you can buy iPods anymore. It's all on phones now. I think, yeah. This we really are showing our age today. I'm still rocking an iPod, so. (laughs) (laughs) But, but yeah. My phone is for calls and porn. Not for listening to podcasts. I don't want to get that word mixed up and (laughs) cross-contaminated. But, yeah, so we're doing that, and then we're going to... We've both watched the Snyder Cut, so we're going to talk about that in a separate podcast, because I know that there are going to be people who have either not seen it yet, uh, people who don't give a shit, yeah. and uh, people who just like the idea of us being in two chunks, I guess. But, yeah, so that'll be a separate thing that will go out at the same time, but listen to this one first, or the other one first. Makes no real difference. <laughs> Unless this one ends on a cliffhanger. Ding, ding, ding. Spoilers! But yeah, um, so yeah, I mean that's that's that bit out of the way. We can go back to whatever it is we do. What do we do? What have we been doing? Um, argue. <laughs> we, we do do that. Uh, have intellectual discussions about layers. Yeah. <laughs> Which you did say you did. Um, you did actually confess that you ha- you do accidentally use layers. Yes, I don't do it on purpose. They just, it's like, it just my, it's like Clip Studio Art just takes pity on me now. It's like, <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. We'll just pop it in a layer for him. Yeah. It's all right, love. Don't worry. You know, this, will, you know, this will help, honestly. It's like I messaged you the other day. I started doing this word game on my phone and it's finding words with jumbled up letters and one of them was layer and I just couldn't see it. It's <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, surface deep. I was, I was, um, this sounds really wrong, but I was secretly chatting to your wife the other day for her free, free Facebook. And we, I was kind of ranting to her about your, um, your, your, uh, um, misuse, shall we say, of layers. And I did liking it, liking it to using Excel 
putting all your numbers in all the columns and then getting a calculator out to find the, to calculate the final total at the end. And she said, apparently, does it your nephew or something used to, used yeah. to do that? Yeah. So, but I'm not sure you're doing saucy talk with my wife behind my back, right? Um, why not? Why? No. Talking about layers. <laughs> I mean, the it's calculator bit probably house, got so. to go in, but the layers probably lost yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm too tall for your wife anyway you are you're too old I'm too, no too tall oh well I'm taller than you aren't I oh, that is true but I was on about Mark Owen oh right yeah well, I mean fucking Frodo Baggins is too tall for my wife based on that <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah you are taller than me yeah but still I've told her if he wants her, he can have her. As long as she leaves me the house. <laughs> she can run off with him, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so... Sure that'll happen. Other than chatting up my wife with layers... Yeah. What's been going on in the uh, world of Andy, I am Zoot? Um, well, <laughs> yeah... What am I working on? Well, well, Stuart, I do have a little bit of news. Dum dum dum. Um, yeah, I finally got my arse into gear and built a website. Finally, after I don't know how many years of owning imzoot.com. And, um, and yeah, I've got that. distracted by your OnlyFans page, so. <laughs> <laughs> I am the only fans. That doesn't exist, by the way. Don't look that. Or <laughs> if there is an I am babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, it's where so the real yeah, is. <laughs> that's true. They get bloody loads. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I'm finally launching my website, and I'm planning. So I don't know when. When well, I don't know when this podcast is going to go out, but I'm planning to launch uh, Wednesday, it on, week tomorrow. Wednesday. In that case, I'm planning to launch it. Oh. It is already launched. Yes. Um, so go and have a look. Uh, it is www.iamzoot.com or iamzoot.co.uk. Cool. So, both. Yeah. So you keep an eye on that. And, um, yeah, it's going to start off small. I'm going to keep a blog. I'm going to keep a bit of an arsey blog, which I'm going to very much attempt to, to post something every day. Um, I thought every, you said an arsey blog. An <laughs> <laughs> arsey blog. Um, but I, I want to... Cash yeah, in as tools. What are they about? <laughs> <laughs> what grows my gears? Um, I, I want to talk to think, talk about like you know, art techniques and things I've learned and who you know ever artists that I steal off. Sorry, be inspired by. Um, it's okay to be inspired uh, and, by me. <laughs> and other things I've, I've seen something that a lot of people do is where they take a photograph of their desk and they kind of label everything to say, "Oh, these are my markers." You know, this is my Wacom. I use using my books that kind of thing. So I might do that as well. Um, you know, kind of inside the art, the Zoot Studio kind of thing. Um, and the other thing is, I've got a cut down. I will be adding to it a lot. Um, and there'll be a content page, a uh, contact page, even. And uh, yeah, I just, I, so it's going to start off reasonably small. I'm going to add to it, add more pictures as we go along. Uh, and yeah, come and have a look. I'm quite, I'm quite happy with how it's looking at the moment. Um, so yeah, com or .co.uk, but not .co. Or, no, no, all .co.uk. 
I'm going to go and buy iamzoot.cock. Dot cock. <laughs> Nathan Barney joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I'll go buy iamzoot.cotton. Ooh. <laughs> it's like, where do you draw the line with which ones you own? There's yeah, so fucking true. many variations on it. Yeah. Dot org. Dot eu. <laughs> you know that if you've got like iamzoot.de something, it's like, yeah. it's not worth it. It's not <laughs> worth it. Yeah, but but yeah, no, that's that's very exciting. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I just hope people find it. Well, I'm sure they will. Mm. You'll have to get business cards or whatever done up to have on your table yeah, at events. True. Remember events? Yep. I remember events a long time ago. Mm. I know it's a lot of places seem to be going doing good deals on business cards at the moment, but it's probably mm. there's no fuckers anywhere to use them. <laughs> There's not even phone boxes you can stick them in anymore. No, they usually, usually well, not even porn postcards anymore. Uh, I suppose, as most phone boxes seem to be defibrillator things now. Yeah. For electric shocking people. You probably don't want it. <laughs> it's not what you're thinking of yeah, with the time. <laughs> Unless you're old and you see a porn thing and you kind of have a heart attack. That'll come in useful. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Imagine if that's what saved him. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even get to do the clear thing. Um, so yeah, go check it out. So going, yeah, going back to the important stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, it will be launched by now. So I'll go and have a look. Cool, exciting stuff. So as we record this, how far are you from launching? What do you say you're going to do it on the first? I'm hoping. I'm hoping to launch it on on the first. I've got a little bit more to do, and a few things to sort out. Um, which I've employed stuff. people to help me. Sorry? April Fool's Day. You've employed people to help you? I've employed people to help. When I say employ, I ain't get any money off me. But because I, I, I kind of have connections, who say, in the IT world, people who know far more about this kind of thing than I do, um, I have employed certain people to help me with domains and, and um, web, web addresses and, um, uh, yeah, you know, Google search finders and things like that. Mm-hmm. So they are currently helping me optimise my website. I let Squarespace do all that for me. I don't mm. have a clue otherwise. <laughs> to be fair, Squarespace could tell me anything. But yeah, that seems reasonable. <laughs> so, but yeah, you you're not built it from the ground up, have you? It's it's a template. A, it's, yeah. it's yeah, it's a template. Um, I did try to, but problem is, I was designing it as a as a printer designer. And not as a web designer because I'm not web designer, I'm a print designer. Yeah, and it's a different beast. It's completely different, and you're doing it like you know, oh, when somebody looks at this poster, they will look at this first, and they'll go down and look at this, and then you go to another page, and it's all itemized. That's not how you design a website. So I have to. All I did in the end, it's a case of getting finding a, a template that really works and just copy pasting into it, and it, it's working. It's fine. You know, that's what templates are for. Yeah, and it's keeping it simple. You know. Um, don't be overly clever, I think. It's but never I'm served quite... as well in the past, so. Exactly. Uh, have you, have I shown you the website? Yes, you sent me a link. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, unless it, it might be very different now, actually, because it's on a different template. Well, it but was of nudes of you when I saw it. Nudes of me? Yeah. That was the, that's my OnlyFans one. Oh, son of a bitch. Sending you the wrong one, sorry. I wonder why money started going out of my account. <laughs> I wonder why I had to subscribe. Yeah, ask your wife. She's got a free access. Well, 
<laughs> then you just lost my subscription, so... <laughs> we'll share an account. <laughs> I wonder why our sex life got better. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm torn. Do I edit that out or not? <laughs> Did she listen? No, but she found out me and Alan Henderson had been talking about her on one the episode Alan was on, so... <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's because he tweeted it. He dropped me in it. So. Oh, I see. <laughs> so don't tweet it. <laughs> Hi, Alan, if you're listening to this. But, yes, hello, Alan. Um, that sounded weird. Hello, Alan. I have this weird thing that whenever I hear the name Alan, of any Alan, I just get the Velociraptor from Jurassic Park 3 in my head. Just the bit where he's asleep and he wakes up and the Velociraptor's looking at him and he just goes, Alan! <laughs> yes. Then he wakes up again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's the best thing about that film. <laughs> but but yeah, well speaking of websites then, I suppose that sort of leads nicely on because there will be a link from the True Believers website to I am Zood. Yeah. Um but yeah, True Believers the website will be getting rebranded soon. Because we are, I have bought the domain for hauntednerds.com. Mm. So everything on that website will become Haunted Nerds and True Believers will start falling under, under that banner. So it will be the Nerds Who Haunt Themselves presents True Believers. Um, just because I think, well, we sort of talked about it a bit. Uh, both you and I and Kat and I, and everything seems to fall under the Nerds Who Haunted Themselves these days. Yeah. It's so, an empire now, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, the, nerds, it's, the, it's the nerds universe. Exactly. <laughs> like well, saying, we do the podcast, we've got the publishing arm now. Admittedly, it only publishes our stuff. But yeah. that's fine. We don't have to deal with other people's egos. Ours is enough. <laughs> um, but uh, somebody at the door. Did you order pizza? No, I wish. But interesting um yeah sorry i was saying yeah so we do all that under nerds who haunted themselves and um hang on sorry distracted by the door i'll get in trouble now um shit <laughs> it's amazing how i knock at the door can throw things off yeah, yeah absolutely. anyway i'm gonna have to edit this now aren't i this cat answered. I want to go and see what it is. Uh, no, she has answered. It's fine. It's fine. Right. Um, yeah, so, knows who haunt themselves. Like I say, it all comes out of that. We do the podcast. We do the publishing stuff. I can then bring mm. both I Am Zoot and Stuart Thinks He Can Draw stuff sort of falls under that now as well. Because mm. obviously we're both the nerds, so it fits in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and True Believers just becomes an event that we do. As part of Nerds Nerd Banner, kind of what it always was, anyway. Yeah. And, um, so it was the main. So okay, that's quite interesting. I quite like that idea. So we're all, almost so that uh, I, I, I say that as if I didn't know. You've already told me. <laughs> um, so it's a case of that the festival is being um, almost featured, being presented uh, uh, by the, the podcast. Yeah. So so okay. Very so cool. even though arguably the pod, the True Believers is the bigger thing, it's got more traction on Facebook and that sort of thing. 
Yeah. But it's not an ongoing thing. In the, It happens once a year. And we do ongoing yep. things like Draw Something Sunday on the Facebook page and that. Mm. But, so yeah, it'll be, now the posters will be Nerds Who Horn Themselves Presents, maybe. Or we'll drop that bit. We might just keep mm-hmm. it because nerds who want themselves present sound a bit up our own ass. No, I, I think a little little bound, a little header on the poster would look really good. Yeah, and it might get other people going. Oh, yeah. that? I'll listen to that podcast, and then they'll go, "Shit, I ain't ever going to that fucking comic con." Mm. That guy sounds like a dick. But, <laughs> but yeah, and um, so yeah, that's the plan with that. Um, I'll do a proper big relaunch soon ideally when we know what's happening with troops 2022 yeah so we can sort of encompass it all into that kind of thing but yeah like i say nothing will change we've still got truebelievers.com's domain as well so if you put that in it will just redirect you to haunted nerds once it goes that way but so are you going to redesign the website uh yeah i'll probably tidy up a bit take some of the older stuff off um, I'll probably take the galleries of the old True Believers off of there and put links to the Facebook galleries instead. Yeah. So it eats up less space on the website and that. Um, tidy up the store a little bit. Just generally tidy the website. I think it's got like six years worth of stuff on it. Maybe archive some of the old blogs. I don't really do the blog on there anymore. Mm-hmm. Tended to happen as part of the True mailer. So, but yeah, I'll have a look at it, tidy it up, give it a redesign. I'd love to get like design the website template myself but it's just too much i quite like to do it so it looks a bit like a comic book page yeah the home screen at least but because that's the thing with squarespace is you can't have a different template for different pages like pick a template oh. for the site and it stays with it or at yeah, least i don't I think you can you might be able to somebody better than me might know whether you can do it or not but you can certainly link to other pages yeah so yeah so but yeah and at the moment i mean if the need ever comes for it, then I can always set up another True Believers website down the line, but I don't think we'll ever need a website. It's not an all-year-round mm. thing. And I mean, I think most cons run off of their either a WordPress page or their Facebook page. I think, with the exception of, like, the big cons and maybe Nottingham, I don't think anybody else has a website con-wise no. that I'm aware of. I, like I say, Thought Bubble... Lakes does some of those other mm. more well-known ones do, but but yeah, so doing a bit of a rebrand on that, and it just jigs it up a little bit, doesn't it? A change and all that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, keeping it fresh. Exactly, and yeah, like I say, there'll be the link to the IMZU website, which thank you very much. Well, then link through from that I'm sure you'll have all your other links on there for where people can find you socially and that sort of thing yeah and yeah I'll put a link to the Stuart Thinks You Can Draw Facebook page because I'm not setting up a website yet because huh, nobody cares <laughs> are you, you going to get rid of that yet are you going to change it to Stuart Candrel or are you just going to carry on with I'm going to carry on Lower their expectations coming in, so when they get there, they'll either be like, <laughs> not disappointed. Like, yeah, right, can't. <laughs> I feel better about my stickmen. Yeah. Um, or they'll be like, oh, actually, it's better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So, but yeah, like I say, steal the thunder. 
if you say it before they do, it hurts less when they're then like, yeah, you can't, you prick. <laughs> so, and then I don't have to be like, thank you for the feedback, Father. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're on a psychiatrist's couch. <laughs> That's pretty much what this podcast is these days, isn't it? That is true. <laughs> yeah. I'd say it's cheaper than therapy, but, you know, I've got to host this, so that costs money. <laughs> it probably is still cheaper than therapy, though. But, but yeah, so I'd say that's the plan with that. So, but no, I'm glad you're finally setting up a website. Yeah, it's been it's purely down to laziness on my part. Um, uh, but no, I thought now's a good time to do it. Well, I think you've built for you know to put that shallow term on it. You've built the brand enough. You get enough interaction through your social medias and that and your yeah. missions and that coming yeah. through um, say certainly busier than you've ever been with commissions yes I am pretty much off my feet at the moment with commissions which is a good thing yes um, to the fact that I've actually got a whiteboard up with everything that I've got to do on it usually I keep it in my head but um, yeah I've actually got a list going on a, on a whiteboard whiteboard that's uh, like what I do with post-it notes yeah Turn my dining room into a like murder wall <laughs> with string that links them all up. Well, the thing I like about post-it notes is that you can then move it to a done column, mm. so you actually can see what you've achieved as well. So it's a little bit, I don't know, psychologically, it just motivates me a bit more. But, but yeah. So what's in the sketchbook at the moment? What are you sketching? Uh, nothing. I've since the Kickstarter. I've not really been feeling it. Mm. Um, which we'll talk about in a bit. I've got that little pocket sketchbook that I've just been doing little bits in. Yeah. But it's not been anything massively exciting. It's all of it. Meh, to be honest. But um, I did like some weird... I put them on my Instagram today at time of recording. Uh, oh, the, the Bigfoot things. Yeah, the like weird little bear creature things. Yeah. Um, Reminds me that, of Harry and Henderson's. Yeah, I, I kind of wanted to do a mishmash. It was basically, I listened to the Art of Steve Sims on Omen to That yeah. podcast, and he was saying about how he was inspired by, he loved Asterix, and he loved the shape of Obelix. Yeah. Obelix. Um, Very much like his badges. Yeah, and that was sort of what influenced the design of the badges, that sort of mm. pear shape. And I sort of, from that, I was like, I quite like the idea of that. So I started drawing a pear shape and designing creatures from that. Mm. And yeah, I was just playing around. And um, oh, he's just commented on them as well. He says I'm infringing on his copyright. <laughs> See some you. So, but yeah, I mean, that's what that little. I bought it originally to keep in my bag for when I have my break at work. Yeah. But I right realised I got very little interest in drawing like a street view or whatever. Mm. So I've just been mindlessly doodling in it. And like I say, enjoying it and that. But yeah, I've just the Kickstarter it's that weird thing once you finish a project, you don't really even though you've got plenty in the pipeline. Yeah, you've got that kind of fatigue, haven't you? Yeah, it's just a little break between because I've been trying to work on the next comic, uh, yeah. which is the um well, 
I'm calling it a rom-com comic for now, for want of a better term, but it's... Rom-comic. Rom-comic, I like it. No, because there is a comic called mm. Rom. I don't want people to think I'm doing Rom. <laughs> the Space Knight, because it's yeah. not that. Um, but yeah, it's... Yeah, we'll call it a romance comic, but it's not really a romance comic, but it is... It's complicated. Is there sex in it? No. Uh. I'm not comfortable drawing, like, naked people. Unless it's, like, a life-drawing drawing. drawing. Mm. Sorry, sorry. Slightly tangent. I discovered today there is such a thing as an erotic life-drawing class. Right. Okay. Taking notes. Where are we going? When is this? Actually, it's hosted uh, online. Like, you know, it's like a Zoom thing. No, I know, that, I know that there are people that do like the erotic drawing and that, and more power to them, and I'll look at it. Mm. But it's not something I'm overly... It's like, I, yeah, drawing people having... Well, for one, I tend to draw in the house when people are around, and that just feels dirty and wrong. <laughs> just, you know, the kids come in, they're like, what are you drawing? It's like two people fucking. Yeah, don't yeah, mix about with your words. Just go straight in there. <laughs> I'll tell you what. When it comes to my wife just came in, she must have heard me say two people fucking. <laughs> oh, I'm getting the finger. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> Is that foreplay? Oh, let's hope so. No, I don't got the energy. Hi, <laughs> cat. She's gone. She can't oh, hear you anyway. Got headphones on. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, it would be that'd be a good idea actually. So um, when it comes, what, my wife not putting sure. a finger in me as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, when it comes to, so we say, to, to, um, talk just giving your sons the talk, draw pictures. I could, um, or I could just do that. You know, remember that episode of Family Guy where it's like they couldn't show the scene of Lois and. Peter and I'm having sex, so it just cuts to the rock with two figures of them just mashing them into a desk. <laughs> <laughs> I could just do that. <laughs> it's like, why are those Fortnite figures doing that to each other? It's like, you've got to learn this stuff. Well, the red Power Ranger loves the blue Power Ranger very much. That's a different conversation, but yes. <laughs> it's um yeah like I say there's a couple of people I follow on Instagram that do that sort of art and mm. it's it's cool to look at and it's artistically interesting but it's just not something I got any real interest in doing myself yeah I agree plus you know it doesn't need well this one doesn't need sex in it anyway so I suppose mm. if I did a story that required it, then maybe, but... I suppose there's ways to do it where you're not like, you know, Bleh. like one of those 80s directors. Like, Why am I taking my top off it's in, in this scene? Just because you are, do it. <laughs> I'm sure you can get... I mean, I, I'm sure um, an erotic comic can probably be more erotic if it's not all in, in your face. Do you know what I mean? If it's all yeah. more hinted at and, you know... Yeah, probably. I say again, erotic comics aren't ever something I've really looked at. Yeah, no, I'd never read an erotic comic. Oh, I've read a couple of explicit comics, but not erotic. Yeah, there's, I mean, I'm pretty sure I've had a couple of mangery ones that have 
Mm. had erotic stuff in it. Well, not erotic stuff, but sex stuff. Whether it's erotic or not is probably down to personal perception. That's true. Yeah, the eye and the beholder. Yeah. But it's a... Uh, yeah, no, well, it's... I didn't expect we were talking about comic sex tonight. No, it wasn't. On the plus side, though, we've got the title of the episode. That should get them in. Yeah. <laughs> Isolated Nerds, episode five, comic sex. No, no comic sex for me, please, we're British. <laughs> Everything you wanted to know about comic sex, but we're afraid to ask. <laughs> like I say, it's an interesting thing, and if it, a comic requires it, but not something... It's like when I made films, I had no real interest in ever putting a sex scene in any of the things I wrote. Mm. Just because I couldn't imagine directing It's not because you were too afraid to ask. Yeah. I've always wondered that. Right, I've got a great idea for this scene. Right, do you want to take your top off? Well, we kind of had it in the first film, didn't we, with the scene in the comic shop, where it was Mike and Helen behind the counter. Oh, yeah, but they disappear, don't they? Yeah, and then they both come, it's like, cuts to later, and then the children coming up. Yeah, she just didn't have the straps on, so it was yeah. looked like she. Uh, Mike, was magic, just, mate. Mike was just completely naked. He didn't need to be. <laughs> yeah, he just insisted on it. He just, it was in his contract. <laughs> he was naked from the waist down in most scenes. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. Sorry, Mike. But oh, that's fucking. What was that? Two thousand and four. That's sixteen years ago. Yeah, I, I realised the other day we're getting dangerously close to it being twenty years ago. Mm. That was a crazy fucking yeah. summer. That was, was mad, crazy. wasn't it? Was that only one summer? Yeah, we did it in a month. Was it like June? We did it in. Yeah, I booked a whole month off of work, and then yeah, we did it throughout the month down in that um. Industrial unit on Bonds Mill. Yeah, Bonds Mill, yeah. Which is now a, a I think it's our windows in there now. Do they? I, think I so. remember we'd set the setup and everything, then that guy came in asking if we wanted to buy old toys. <laughs> oh yeah, for what we were an actual shop. Yeah. Oh yeah. But which I take as a stamp of we did a decent set. Yeah. That is quite cool, actually. I forgot what about that. That was such a weird experience. It was a great experience. Beyond, like, you know, wife and kids and doing the Comic-Con that, it's probably my favourite life experience I've had. Even though it didn't go anywhere, and obviously it ended in tragedy with Lee dying. But, but yeah, and sort of led to me having a bit of a depression breakdown. (laughs) But, yeah, it's a... But it was just good, just doing that summer with friends or people who were in the film, who I wouldn't consider friends. But <laughs> running a bookies on how late certain people would be. Oh blimey, yeah. Of course, yeah. we yeah we we had all those um, uh, auditions and practice and um, rehearsals at the Guild Hall. Yeah, I had that out. Yeah, which is now flattened. What, the Guild Hall? You mean the Brunswick, don't you? Yeah, the Brunswick. Yeah, that's where we did all 
that yeah, because we did six months of rehearsals and stuff, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's that's flattened now. Yeah, I know it's it's quite sad, but I suppose nobody was using it as a pub anymore, so it's going to be flats, mm. isn't it? Like everything becomes flats. So. Yeah, I think so. Studio apartments or whatever they call them. Yeah. Whatever the term for a bed set is nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> you pee where you cook. <laughs> but do you ever like think back on that film? Just it's mental that we even did it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I I got my wife out of it, didn't I? <laughs> that sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, my yeah, just made a room set one day and I was like I'll have that one <laughs> no I mean I, I met Tal because of it um, through Leanne through Leanne, met Leanne. Yeah. yeah and we met Leanne through it because of that I met my wife that's it Leanne. yeah well, I mean most of the people in that weren't people we knew initially was it no we stayed friends with some of them but others obviously mm. drifted away but yeah it was the only people I knew going into it was like Neil, Lee and you. Mm. Everyone else we met through doing it pretty much, apart from a couple of friends who had smaller parts. But like I say, it's just mental to think we even did it. Mm. Yeah, weird. Like I say, I know nothing came of it really. Perhaps it could would have if I pushed it more, but, but I kind of look on it bad now and like anything you do creatively, just sort of cringe a bit. <laughs> but immensely proud that we did it. Yeah, the experience of doing it and how much people sort of got behind it at the time. Did you think like the Brunswick lets you use upstairs for free? They let us shoot in there for free. We got that. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. We had the unit we uh, built the shops at in for free. Yeah. It's fucking just mental when you think about it. Mm. But, but yeah such a good experience so, and then you know we did a proper premiere at the guild hall oh yeah that's right so, still remember those two people walking out <laughs> yeah at least they came yeah so, more than my dad did <laughs> <laughs> just told me it wasn't his kind of thing and he wasn't coming. Really? Yeah. Blind. Because, so, you know, that's what parents do. Mm. Anyway, that's something else. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. No, and then we did it again and it just wasn't the same. Oh, yeah, the seventh wave was the second one, wasn't it? Yeah, didn't enjoy that at all. I think I did it too soon after Lee died. Mm. Just, yeah was missing something unfortunately again it was an alright experience but I don't think anybody was on their A game on that one apart from the graphic designer of course <laughs> but yeah but, well, that was an unexpected trip down memory lane from comics yeah. yeah absolutely so but but yeah so, what about you? What's going on in your sketchbook? <laughs> Comic sex. Comic sex. Um, <laughs> I knew there was a reason um, you brought well, it up. <laughs> I'm doing, um, uh, to be honest, just doodles at the moment because I've got so much, I've got quite a bit going on digitally. Um, 
at the moment. Uh, so when I do kind of relax and grab the sketchbook, I'm not really producing anything when I finish. It's just a bit of character development, nothing to post. Um, a couple of, yeah, like just pencil sketches and um, just doodling for the sake of doodling, really, at the moment. I, as I said, I haven't really got That's anything. That's quite nice, though, I find. It is, but I, I, you don't get that satisfaction of creating something that's finished, you know. Yeah, I suppose, I mean, it's diff- drawing for different reasons, though, isn't it? If it's just to sort of clear your head and keep you ticking over kind of thing. So yeah, that's what I'm doing in that book. Admittedly, I I probably shouldn't, but I post everything generally. Yeah, yeah. But I want to sort of get to a point. I, I do to a certain extent. Anything I feel is a bit rough or a bit rough and ready for that, I won't bother. But I do, you know, try to keep it on my presence. Yeah, well, I think I try and make it clear that it's a sketchbook drawing, so I think mm. people are a bit more lenient on a sketchbook drawing. Because yeah. I think a sketchbook drawing should be a bit rough and not polished kind of thing. Well, that's the whole point of a sketchbook. Yeah. The sketchbook so. should show you the stakes, you know, which is, I've always had that problem before. Um, I remember when I had um, the sketchbook crit ages ago with um, Iron Shot Ape, with... Um, that's that's one right. thing he, 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 do you remember that when we were, was it Nottingham yeah yeah because yeah, you just said you were getting a like somebody looking at your sketchbook I didn't didn't know um, him at the time and that and um, yeah, you just sort of wandered off with Terry Gilliam I was like what the fuck <laughs> <is> going on <laughs> he didn't look like, Terry Gilliam um, and while you were gone people asked me how you did your artwork and I was just like yeah you just control all fleets I haven't heard that one for a while. See, that's <laughs> one thing. You've stopped saying that now that you've taken on digital art. That's only because you won't tell me how I do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, um, so Gareth took me over. Um, he took me to one side and had a chat about my work. <laughs> Told me to stop. <laughs> and the one thing he noticed is that the, my sketchbook wasn't really a sketchbook. I wasn't using it as a sketchbook. It was too finished and too neat. And it was a case of, look, you've got to put everything in it, you know. It's got to show you mistakes. It's got to show you where things out. Yeah, um, I still maintain, I think, a lot of that stems from artists who release their sketchbooks. They always look like the finished thing. Yeah. You don't yeah, ever get one way probably, like, oh, that's really cool, but the fingers are a bit squiffy. Yeah, and the fact they're probably 44 pages carefully selected out of yeah. 17 sketchbooks or something. That's it. That's why I don't mind sort of posting my... I mean, I know my finished stuff isn't... Some people probably look at that like, oh, I guess it's a sketch. Mm. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, I quite like artists who post it up. Sort of mm. as is kind of thing. Be like, I fucked yeah. this up. Or don't even draw attention to it. Just post it up for you to look at kind of thing. But yeah, I think there's a weird psychological thing. Because I always thought that sort of had the mentality of like if I fucked up a page in a sketchbook it's like I will never go back to that sketchbook again just bin it yeah and now do you ever make pages out of your sketchbook not anymore I used to I still do and I really shouldn't it depends I get so sometimes you get spiral bound sh- if it's spiral bound yeah, sorry? if it's a spiral bound sketchbook then I'll yeah tear pages out yeah. but that's a very good point. That's a good point of having a perfect bound work. And, you, you know, if you end up tearing a page out of that, you're going to ruin the sketchbook. That's well, a good that point. was the thing with the drawer in a day, is I couldn't tear a page out. Yeah. Because I'd already gone through and dated them, because I knew that there'd be the temptation to do that. 
So if I dated them ahead of t- schedule, like at the beginning of the month, went through and dated mm. everything for that month, I couldn't that's, tear them out. That's quite brave. It's because I, I know myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I did, inspired by you, though, go out and get myself a tone tan sketchbook. Yes, I saw that. You showed me that before we started. So I'm going to draw comic sex in that. Yeah, I would. But it's going to look classy because it's on toned paper. So yeah, see, so, always thinking. So, uh, so what are you going to use? Start using white. Yes, I've ordered some pens. Some of the ones from the three different ones you recommended. Yeah, um, I'm just waiting for them. There's Jelly Roll and Oscar. Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for those to arrive because I did the dirty and ordered them through Amazon. So. Mm. Um, I got the sketchbook from Jackson's though. Mm-hmm. So, I they sell out really quick. They do. That's why I, when it was on there, and yeah. cheap in there on Amazon. Oh, they did notice the ones for sale on Amazon were Jackson's as well. Oh, okay. They obviously have an Amazon store too, but I thought, fuck it, I'll probably get it quicker if I just order it from Jackson's. Yeah. Because I ordered it the night, and then they rang me the next morning to tell me it was there to go and get. Oh, wow. Picked up on my way in from it. Well, it's the warehouse, I've isn't never, it? I've, ne- I've never done... Sorry? It's the warehouse anyway, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. I've never done a click and collect at Jackson's. Well, I have at the moment, because... <laughs> if I know I'm going after work, I take a change of clothes, because if I go in my work uniform, it takes a little while for them to realise I'm not there picking up on behalf of the Royal Mail. Yeah. I'm there <laughs> getting something for me. Yeah. So... But I like Jackson's, say so it's... I love Jackson's. I'm glad you turned me on to it, but mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was there until you said. Yeah, I, I only found it by mistake. No, I think I was trying to find the carpet shop, which is opposite. You, you've been arrested. You could see it from your cell. Because <laughs> you it's behind it the police station. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, no, like I say, didn't realise it was there, so... And now mm. I spend far too much money there, but so yeah, I'd be interested to see what you what you come up with on that on the um, tongue pad. I'll uh, be aware that like the first fifty pages are going to be shit. <laughs> There's only fifty pages in it. Exactly. <laughs> Set in the bar. <laughs> but no, I just fancied trying something different. But mm. but I also need to. I'm, Thinking once the Kickstarters, all the pledges and all the rewards are sorted and sent out, mm. I'm uh, going to take a little break from being online and sort of get down and focus on doing some different kinds of drawing and trying to get um, walls done, which is the comic I'm working on. It's called Walls. Yeah. <laughs> so, a title that I slightly regret because no matter what font I use, it just doesn't look like the right kind of word. Yeah. So that's the thing I referred to on don't know whether we actually mentioned it in the one version that went out when we did the art round table. Oh yeah. I sent you the thing going, Does walls look like a weird word when it's written down? <laughs> <laughs> do you ever get that with a word? All the time. When you're staring at the word. So especially, you know, when I'm working on, you know, actual work stuff and like you've got a title and you just look at it thinking, Oh, that's not alright, is that actually a word? It's yeah. It's the word business that does it for me. You look yes. at it and have I got the S and the R muddle up? 
weird. Is the when I but when I type it, I always say in my head busyness, b f u s i n e s s busyness, or else I'll or end up typing it wrong. It's the word weird. I always have to look on the DVD. Yeah, weird or weird right. science. Yeah. There's yeah. a thing. Um, Mark Kermode says about um, Kim Newman's got a weird science poster, like a big one up on his wall in his office. Mm. Apparently, Mark Kermode was like, "You don't like that film, do you?" He's like, "No, but I can never remember it to spell weird." So I've got <laughs> it up there, so I can just look at it. <laughs> but it's, that's kind of what I have to do with the digging uh, out the Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, that's how you spell it. But, but yeah, um, I suppose that sort of brings us on nicely to the Kickstarter. Yeah. I went back to Kickstarter. And how was that for you? It was not as traumatic as when we did the True Believers one. Yeah. Because as you know, I hated it. I hated <laughs> doing it. I hate asking people for money anyway. But sort of doing it with the Comic-Con is that we knew what we wanted to do. But we'd never done it before. Yeah. And it's very difficult to sort of big that up. Yeah, Even though I, I'm not the kind of person that would take people's money and run or lay them down kind of thing. But there's still always that thing in the back of your head of like, if I don't fucking deliver this like I promised, so don't overpromise anything <laughs> kind of thing. And then we kind of did, and then that didn't work out with the uh, our big star guest. Mm. Yeah, crikey. Which, that all went wrong. <laughs> yeah, forgotten about that. And, uh, so largely buried it. But no, um, it was different because the pages were done, or so I thought. <laughs> <laughs> and it was ready to go to print, or so I thought. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a lot easier, and I only did it so it ran for, I think it ran for 10 days. Yeah. Which, but it. It was a lot. Got to you, we, you total of how many minutes? It was five and a bit hours. I think it was just under six yeah. hours we hit past Madness. the funding goal. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then... And how much did you pay yourself? Yeah, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Got loads of books to send to me. <laughs> but um, yeah, hopefully by the time this episode goes out, the uh, books will have gone out and be in people's hands kind of thing. But... But, you know, it was an interesting... It was, I kind of just wanted to try it again with no cons. Mm. It was an interesting experiment to see how viable Kickstarter is for somebody like me who doesn't regularly output stuff. And we just needed to raise a bit of money for troops, which we kind of did. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it was... Like I say, it was better than... I'm glad I did it as a short one. I'd possibly do it for an even shorter time next time because we had the first day went gangbusters... Then the second day, I think we had two. Then there was nothing for the days in the middle. And I think it was on the last two days again, we sort of got a couple more in that pushed us up to close to... I think we ended up on about 460, something like that. Mm. Which, you know, for a first comic project on Kickstarter, wasn't bad, I didn't think. Mm, not at all. So, but yeah, so we did that. and I've got everything organised ready, apart from just waiting for the books and for the money from Kickstarter to clear, which, like I say, hopefully by the time this goes out, all that will have gone through. The money should clear from Kickstarter tomorrow. It says it takes 14 days. Yeah. And then it's whatever the bank does on top. But, yeah, so I'm hoping the book should come Thursday. And then 
yeah, I'll get them bundled up Good Friday and then take them into work on Saturday for them all to get posted out. So hopefully people have them by Tuesday, Wednesday. So hopefully, like I say, by the time this goes out, mm. they'll be in people's hands, as it were. But but yeah, um, as it, I sent it to print, very pleased. Then got an email, <laughs> <laughs> and then got in touch with you. <laughs> And then you got another email. <laughs> got another email. And I got but at least it got sorted. Yeah. And we got another email, and I got back in touch with you again. <laughs> and we both cockily kind of went, and that'll be the end of that. Then I got another email at <laughs> midnight that night. <laughs> but all sorted now. All sorted in the end. You fucking mm. rode in, sorted it. But so because I'd made rookie mistakes. I'd not no, not really rookies. No, not really rookies. Just trial and error. Yeah, I. It's something I've never had a problem with before. With Jason Isaacs and March the Robots, never had that problem. Mm-hmm. So I did it pretty much the way I'd done those, with a bit of extra information from you, just with regard to bleed and. Mm. Although I'd left the three millimeter bleed, but then you'd said to leave extra space, which made sense. Um. Well, think, yeah, there's blue in there and there's gutters and margins. Yeah, yeah, I knew to leave a bit for the gutters and I sort of I positioned the things wrong in the page, so went back and sorted all that out. And, but yeah, it was it was an experience. It was I was so fucking stressed by that. That was more stressful than the Kickstarter. I think because mm. the emails always came through when I was at work, so I couldn't do anything about it. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> Andy, they're bullying me. <laughs> <laughs> Make it right. Just <laughs> fix it. <laughs> no, fine, fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. Like I say, just waiting to see. I like you know, touch wood. I really, really hope that they're spot on when they arrive. Because I can't yeah. deal with any more issues. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, like I say, once that's done and they're all sent out and. People have got them. I'm just gonna chill for a bit, start working on things at my own pace. So I'd like to have, um, yeah, just a bit of time. Got some stuff to do around the house and that sort of thing as well. So do that stuff and just idly scribble. But, But yeah, I think this Kickstarter went a lot better than the last one. I still made a couple of mistakes. I forgot or I didn't realize that the postage also goes into your funding goal just for whatever reason I'd not made that so I budgeted it with the postage on top it's like if you pledge five yeah. and then it puts the seven obviously that then is the seven towards the goal and I thought for the yeah. reason that it was the five pound and the two pound was separate to the goal which oh, makes no sense it. when you think about it yeah but so but as it was, that didn't overly affect things massively because we over-budgeted with the 250 anyway. So it, it largely worked out. And then, yeah, just finding the packaging to put things in because I got those... Uh, they're called book wraps. So I'm sending them out in those instead of a A4 do-not-bend envelope. All right, yeah. So they'll be a bit more protected and... 
Is that like where the um, the, the Amazon books come in? Yeah. Yeah, it's those, so, and I'm gonna, the contents will be inside plastic, so I'll tape them, because the trouble with those Amazon ones sometimes is that if they get enough force, the bottom falls out of them. Yeah. So I'm gonna make sure they're taped shut and secure, and all that sort of thing, as people will hopefully have found out by now. <laughs> but, but yeah, so that was a interesting experience, say, several, Bouts of, I'm never doing this shit again. <laughs> Just <gonna> disappear and <laughs> Whittlewood. <laughs> Go off the grid. <laughs> I'm gonna hand draw each copy next time. <laughs> Easier than putting up with this shit. <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, it was fun. It was an experience. I think I would if I had another one. Kickstart it again. Mm. But, like I say, I'm hoping if I can get, I don't want to, with walls, I don't want to rush it. But I want to have a soft deadline in place. I'd quite like to have it ready for Thought Bubble. Because mm. um, that's back on the agenda now, at the moment. Mm. It is, yeah. Uh, as there was a lot of flurry of activity. I mean, I carried my table over from last year, so... Luckily, I didn't have to reapply. So I'm yeah. still... I really hope it does happen, but I'm also... Sceptical. Well, we're relying on the general public to be sensible over the next few months, and I just don't see it. No, absolutely, exactly that. Did you see that there was a fucking golf course that set up floodlights so that from midnight when the lockdown was eased, you could go and play golf? So who's that fucking desperate that they need to get out <laughs> That's the people I worry about, the ones out yeah. there in the middle of the night fucking golfing. Mm. You know, got to take full advantage. <laughs> Fuck off, you dickhead. That surely wouldn't work. Fuck <laughs> I mean, to be fair, a few less golfers in the world isn't going to be an issue. Mm. Yeah, I said it, come at me. <laughs> uh, can you imagine what they're going to be like in, is it June or July when everything's lifted? Well, they were saying that most of the leisure centres are already booked up already for swimming pool slots. Yeah. So, like I say, I'm just, I'm just not one of those people that's like, it's easy, let's do everything we possibly fucking can. It's like when they eased it last year and you could go to I mean, a I'm restaurant not... or a pub. Just nothing about that oh. appealed to me. But... Oh, I know. How how dumb does that now look? The whole eat had to help out thing. <laughs> yeah, but they'll do it again this summer. And... Oh, no. the thing that was still back that was that they did it and then they blamed us yeah that's true <laughs> yeah that's the one thing I'm missing I, I'd want to go you know go out for, for dinner not that we did it very much anyway but no, I don't I miss like going up to the pub up the road for a breakfast or just going yeah. up for a meal you know getting a mixed grill or something but just yeah. nothing appeals about doing it as it is at the moment where you have to yeah. wear a mask when you're not eating and where you just wear and just, the only thing that appeals is table service because I'm fucking lazy. I don't want to get up and <laughs> go to wash the bar to water. But, <laughs> but it's just yeah, like I say, just yeah, I don't know. But I mean, like I say, I'm hopeful. I just don't see even if cons can go ahead. Like I say I'm still not 
committing to True Believers 2022. Yeah. I'm hoping we can do it, but most of the scientists have said you're still going to be social distancing and wearing masks for at least a year, even after everybody's been vaccinated. So I don't know how we'd run True Believers socially distanced. Mm. It's yeah, just, you couldn't, could you? It's not possible. No. Not in, that, you, not in that venue. No. We just... I'd have to charge so much extra to cover the cost of the tables and then so much extra for tickets. Yeah. It just, it wouldn't be fair on anybody. Because so. if you're like, yeah, I need to charge you double for your table and we'll probably have about half the crowd in. Mm. <laughs> that maths doesn't add up. No, it doesn't work at all. Plus, it's like when I was on Damien's podcast with Dennis, it's like if we can't do it properly, there's no point doing it. Mm-hmm. You go to a con to see people and interact and chat and that sort of thing. If you're kind of like, you've got to constantly be moving. Otherwise, we can't get the queue of people outside in. You know, running it like a nightclub. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got on the list. <laughs> you can't go in that room yet. It's already full. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's not the same, is it? It's no fun for anybody. So as much as I'd love to see people again and get that creative intake of all that creativity in a room. It's just, yeah, missing something, I think. But, say, I hope to be proved wrong. Mm. But, I, I find it best to be cautiously pessimistic rather than cautiously optimistic anymore. Yeah, I think that's right at the moment. So, but, but yeah, say, still waiting to get my jab. Oh, really? I've had mine. Have you? Yeah, I had mine last Saturday. Uh, no, two Saturdays ago. How was it? How was the third arm? <laughs> um, it was absolutely fine. Um, I didn't get anything from it at all. Yeah. Cat had well, I mean, no. Because oh. that's the other thing. Well, I was, with my asthma, I was one above being in the at-risk category, so I just missed out on that. Otherwise, yeah. I would have had to isolate. And... Um, Obviously, with cat with her medical history, yeah. But I guess because she's not in the at-risk thing with the cancer anymore, because obviously, yeah. you know, touch wood, she's all clear. So, but yeah, we're seeing all these people, and we're like, how can they got it first? What's wrong with them? Yeah. And because it's bizarre, you haven't got it. you haven't got the jab yet because I got it because Lost was doing really well. What? Yeah, it might be something to do with your medical, your um, the doctor's practice you're with. Well, yeah, we're with Rosebank. I think they're doing most of the area. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So that possibly is it. But <laughs> there was part of me thinking, like, they're doing all the overweight pe- weight people because they said they were at risk. Fuck, I knew I shouldn't have lost weight. Fuck. <laughs> that bit me in the ass, didn't it? But like I say, touch wood, I yeah. don't think I've had it. I thought mm. I'd had it, but I think in retrospect, I just... Combination of general con crud. And just being mm. run down from after doing the Comic Con. Because mm. I don't tend to buy into the con crud thing, but you think the amount of stuff you touch. Yeah, probably, that's true. There is a reason behind it, kind of thing. But yeah, and I think just being so involved with organising it and that, my immune system just drops, so that's when it tends to hit me like a sack of shit. So I tend to have an asthma attack once a year, and I tend to get like fluey, but not flu. Mm. illness once a year again touch wood 
But, but yeah, you would have thought being a postie, I would have had it by now. The amount of yeah, people that's true. That I'm just around. The amount of letterboxes I touch. But, but yeah, although they reckon now that it doesn't stay on surfaces like they thought it did initially, anyway. But the science <laughs> changes so much. Oh, you took on down with it. Yeah. As what? Have you found a lot of your colleagues have gone down with it? No. Um. Yeah, I I can't really answer that on a podcast because. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Names and places have been changed to protect. <laughs> but <laughs> Jack has to have a test twice a week. He does it at home, like right to himself, kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So he does the thing up his nose and in his mouth. Not in that it's horrible. I was going to say. Again, touch wood, I've not had to do it. Uh, I, I have a few times. But I'm amazed he does it, because... Yeah, fair play to him. He can't, like... He gets a minor cut on his finger and he needs a plaster. <laughs> so I'm amazed he fucking sticks it up there. Because I assumed he wasn't going to be doing it properly. But he mm. gets it quite properly fucking up there. You see his eye twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out of his eye socket. <laughs> It makes me queasy <laughs> watching him do it. Oh, I know. It's Things up the It's uh, the throat one I can't do. I've got a terrible gag reflex. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, he gags when he does it as well. Uh, but, so. but he still does it, so fair play to him. Yeah. Part of me has been tested, tempted just to take, use one. If I want the fact he needs them all, just to yeah. test himself, just out of interest. See if yeah. I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did last time I tried to set for What does a smiley face mean? <laughs> I was supposed to pee on this, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But no, other than that, that's pretty much it for me. <laughs> <laughs> like a full hour of just small talk. <laughs> that's but, exactly, that's what we, it's actually shorter than our usual small talk. Well, it is, because we need to get into the yeah. uh, Snyder Cut. <laughs> Yay. Which will be coming up soon. So before we, we'll do all the shout-outs and everything on this one then, so that the Snyder yeah. Cut's a clean one. So have you got anything you want to shout out or things you've been reading, something you've watched that isn't the Snyder Cut you want to recommend? <laughs> the Snyder Cut? No, that took up all my time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, just, a, just a shout-out to um, a couple of Instagram people, I think. <laughs> um, I think I mentioned Bob's bench before um but there's a there's a guy called um there's a instagram uh account what who have been fantastic recently and they've called what sorry you cut out just as you said that name the draw me a robot draw me a robot um yeah it's an instagram account and uh, they're fantastic they hold monthly competitions and i've been chatting to those guys quite a lot recently and um, they've been really picking me up, which has been great. Cool. And um, and yeah, yeah. Um, so and yeah, the usual folk, you know. Hi, Tony. Not for the year. Not does he listen? I don't think he listens. Tony, I think Tony does. He says he oh, does. He? He? Hi, Tony. He might be lying. Um, he might just be being yeah. polite. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's that's me done. I think. Cool. Well, speaking of Tony, uh, should do a shout out to um, the Awesome Comics podcast because they hit 300 episodes. Yeah. 
I think they started around the same time we did, and they've done 300. So what have we been fucking playing at? <laughs> How many have we done? Uh, I don't know, because it's... The first few are lost now to the sands of time, unless you've still got yeah. the original recordings on your laptop. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, I did. did I? I might, you know what? I might have. Oh, I'd be interested laptop. to get the first one back. Yeah. But. yeah. But, yeah. Um, and then, obviously, with the various spin-offs and that, why comics and, and why not and all that sort of thing. I think we're getting close to 100, if we mm. haven't hit it already. Um, but, yeah, that just... this, Yeah this just started because we were going to do a different podcast and it didn't happen but I just bought a mic so I was like fuck it we'll record some of it so we just oh, winged yeah. this one out of a thin air kind of thing but yeah no the ACP they recorded Sunday as we recorded this and it went out yesterday as we were recording this so a week ago by the time you listened to it uh, yeah they did their big 300 so which was good so that's awesome um, I did tweet it, and the, uh, our podcast brothers from another mother, and I used a picture of the Bee Gees, because, you know, there's three of them, and yeah. they are like the Bee Gees of podcasts. Um, so that, I'll uh, shout out to the Penguin um, Burnout Kickstarter, which is still running. It might have finished by the time this goes out, I did not check that. But if it has, check out Alan Henderson's Penguins, any- Penguins anyway. He's got an Etsy store, you can find him on Twitter. Um, yeah, and then shout out a podcast. I'd like to shout out a YouTube thing as well. So I'm going to shout out Comic Tropes because the guy who hosts it, he's been in hospital with COVID and pneumonia recently. Oh, and it's, I quite like his videos. Well, I, I like his videos a lot. Um, there's some of them that are a bit American, but but yeah, they're generally interesting. He did a really good interview series with um, Robert Kirkman. That was really enjoyable and interesting. But it's like he, like say, the name, clues in the name is Comic Tropes. He looks at it and different comics and breaks them down and talks about them. It's interesting. Uh, I enjoy it. And that's it for me. Um, I've not really read much since we last recorded. And movie-wise, it's largely been what Daniel's picked. So we watched Scoob. Is that any good? I do not recommend it. Okay. Well... It's not that it's bad, and the boys enjoyed it, but it's just, mm. I don't know, the animation kind of feels like they've not finished rendering it. It's like it's oh, missing, really? to use a term you like, it's like it's missing a layer or something. Yeah. It's a bit cheap and basic at places. There's some funny bits in it. I had a laugh, and the voice cast is good. Mm. But, but yeah, it's just not, it's not brilliant, but... But yeah, we've uh, like I say, Sundays we let them pick a film and we watch it as a family. So we watch that, we watch War with Grandpa yesterday. And you know, they're all fine to watch with a family, not necessarily on your own kind of thing. But yeah, mm. and that's sort of it. And like I said, the comics with the Kickstarter, I've not been reading anything again recently. I've been quite bad this month. Um, checked out a couple of things, but nothing major. I think I shouted out Bell Time last time, which was uh, David Robertson's comic. And I read the first issue of Snake Claws, which I quite enjoyed. Her Snake Claws, The Thirteen Carriages of Death, number one. Oh, nice. By Edison Neo. Uh, I enjoyed that. And then, yeah, the other thing I read didn't particularly grab me. It's fine. It just didn't... The art didn't particularly do it for me. 
it's kind of a thing with comics. If the art doesn't do it for you, it doesn't really matter how good the story is. That is true. So, like I say, it's not that it's bad. It's just for me personally, it didn't really click. But, but yeah, so that's it. Like I say, we're going to do the Snyder Cut chat as a separate podcast in a second. So, like I say, they'll drop at the same time. But that's it for this one. So, where can people find you online? Don't forget, you got a website now. Yeah. So now, and I can remember it as well. Uh, <laughs> so it's written down, isn't it? <laughs> So um, it's www.iamzoot.com, which is quite exciting. And I, I give out my email address as well, because my email address is zoot at iamzoot.com. So send me an email. And if I ask you from there, you've got links to my Instagram as well. Actually, I'll read out my Instagram. What's my Instagram, Sue? I don't know your Instagram. I know your Twitter is at RealZootBot. Yeah, my Instagram. Is, is it at RealZootBot on there? See, I'm uh, getting it now. Yeah, you, uh, you might be at on Instagram, on Twitter rather. Um, the real Zoot, yeah, and on so Instagram, good. I am I am Zoot artist on Instagram. Awesome. And uh, yeah, and I am, like I say, True Believers website still going at the moment. But if you also put in hauntednerds.com, it'll take you to the True Believers website. But that mm-hmm. will switch the other way around soon. And then I'm Stuart Thinks He Can Draw on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm at Token Nerd on Twitter. And you can find Nerds Who Haunt Themselves at nerdswhauntedthemselves.com, or no, hauntednerds.com. We're at hauntednerds on Twitter. We're not on Instagram. Do we need an Instagram? We don't, do we? And we're on Facebook at hauntednerds. So, yeah. Or if you just search Nerds Who Haunted Themselves, it should all come up. And we're Podbean at uh, hauntednerds.podbean.com and again we're on the other things <laughs> iTunes not iTunes anymore is it Apple Podcasts Amazon Music Spotify other places probably and yeah, yeah if you've enjoyed this weird rambling one that had a whole quiet section while I was trying to work out who was at our door yeah can't be asked <laughs> <laughs> You'll, we'll find out whether I actually get around to editing out or not. Um, oh, I wonder <laughs> if I can get a soundbite of rock bags with either somebody at the door. I know, I'll tell you what you should do. You should, you should have it as a bit of a cliffhanger. You know, if you want to find out who was at the door, you better listen to our next to the Snyder podcast. It was Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting there intently staring at me to see what we think. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's it for that one. Right. So thanks for listening and yeah, stay tuned for the Snyder one or if not, we'll be back in a month or so with the next episode. Thanks for listening. Cheers guys. Cheers. Bye. Bye.